0: Hello, everybody. It's Walt Harris here. or Vlad Harris on our Pantherans podcast. It's Monday, and for some of you, maybe you struggled to get to work this morning because you're up all night celebrating the Pens' victory, or you just took the day off and said, "The heck with it. I'll just sleep in after all the partying I did afterwards." You know, whichever worked. So, great series. I mean, winning back to back tiles is hard. It really is. So, don't get it twisted. You know, there are some bumps they had along the way. I mean, because it, it's tough. You know, it's tough to win two titles in a row. But they did it, and you know it was you know they, they suffered some injuries and this and that and you know it didn't let they it didn't let them stop them and I really wasn't surprised I mean they had some trouble with Nashville early but I wasn't surprised that they won. Penn's just or more season. They've been the you know they've, they've been there before and Nashville just doesn't it hasn't. But of course. We had some Game Six controversy with the whole mis, mis- uh, you know misfire on the uh, whistle there. But the thing is, is the ref was in a bad a- bad position, bad angle, and didn't see the puck and whistled it. And you know, when referees can't see you know, the puck, that's what happens. I mean, he he assumed it was covered up. Nashville had, four, you know, four power plays, including a five-on-three. Pens had no power plays, I don't think. So, and Nashville had tons of opportunities to score goals. They had a breakaway, several other open chances, and just they misfired. And a lot of that was because of their rink. The ice was horrible, and the puck was bounce all over the place. I don't think I've seen the ice, you know, bad that bad at, you know in Nashville till that game. And part of part of wonder if it was by design where like, you know, where if Notre Dame would grow their grass high to slow down Tony Or set, and maybe the you know the ice was done by the design to slow down the penguins. You would ho- you would hope they wouldn't uh, go to that measure, but if they did it it came back to bite them because we got two goals off really two really good bounces you know Hornquist's goal came off a bounce off the boards and Hagelin you know another good bounce as well so you know HL's product is, is as good as it's ever been it just I don't think the ladies had capitalized off and they sure as heck didn't by promoting the, uh, talking about the country mu- country music stars being there more than anything else. And of course, you know, how great the Nashville fans were and I guess, you know, if there's a, if there's a trophy for them, I'm sure they can give them one. I mean, it was nice their fans to show up, but the team didn't show up obviously the last two games as they didn't score any goals but that's that and you know the celebration was held and of course you know Fleury passes the cup the Murray and yeah there's some sadness there because probably this is the last time and we're probably going to see Flurry hoist the cup and you know he had a great playoff. I mean, he just got he got yanked over a bad game and probably should have been yanked, but it is what it is. I mean, Murray's young and that's who they want. And hey, you gotta keep him. He's young. Flurry's gonna probably catch on somewhere else, and you know, it's sad to say goodbye, but that's business. So, with that being said. We'll go. We'll venture on the pit. And you know, I really should. I really want to do something on football today, but I I really don't want to because I don't have the names in front of me that I want to talk about. Because Pitt, in the last month, has been killing it in recruiting. They've landed about six recruits in the last month. They landed one today, a JUCO, Chase Brown, shows Pitt some really good offers. Tech, Virginia Tech, be one of them. So that was one of them. They landed two local kids. You know, one from Butler that had some uh, very good uh, offers, which to me is huge. And I'll get to that probably the next podcast. When I actually talk football and I have these names in front of me, so I'm not saying you know this guy from wherever, which is what I'm doing now pretty much. It's a small class for Pitt this year, not that big, but you know if they can wrap wrap up the class this summer, get most of these players verbaled should be a pretty relaxing you know football season for them because they can focus more on the, the season than trying to get kids. But I mean, as always, you never stop recruiting no matter what, so it doesn't mean they got to stop recruiting. But it lines the load for them, you know, if, if they get more of these you know more kids. You know, verbaled. But yeah, plus they're verbal too. You got to keep them as well. And we get to the last topic. Pitt finally buckled and gave, took the restriction off Cam Johnson. So he gets to play in North Carolina right away. So all, and all is right in the world. Well, not in Pitt's world. Because I wanted to talk about this on Friday when it happened, but I was too angry. And I really didn't want to say anything. They have a pre-regret later because you know bad karma. But it's just funny when Pitt does it; they're held to a higher standard. And of course, it was a higher-profile case because he wanted to transfer to North Carolina. Whereas, if he would have transferred to a a lesser school, that Pitt would restrict. It wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Nobody would have talked about it. Nobody would have cared. But I think what really got me going was the fact that this guy, that Cam Johnson could have went to three hundred other schools, and he chooses one that has to has to sit a city year. He could you know, he could have still went to the school. He just would have sat out a year, played his last year. Nope. Decided he wanted to go legal route, and I think that's really where Pitt decides to say to hell with it. And yeah, you don't want to go in the court for over the over stuff like this. It just doesn't, you know, at that point it just isn't worth it. And if anything, you know, it opens a loophole for a lot of these kids. Hey, you don't want that restriction? Just go to court, threaten legal action. And you know, it just I think Pitt thought they had a deal and I thought they had a deal with this guy too, that he, you know, hey, you can go anywhere. If you go in go in conference, you gotta sit a year. But he knew the rules, went anyway, and of course social media jumped on it. And that was that for Pitt. It was a PR nightmare for Pitt, obviously. Because Pitt, you know, was doing all these evil things to Cam Johnson, and the thing about it is, like, people that jump on this uh, group thing, they don't bother to research or read, and that's pretty much anything you do, any type of issue that comes up. People don't research or read the articles, They they just pound their chest and scream. Without realizing, you know, maybe I should go check the facts on this. No, no, it's better just to scream a foul and do certain things. And, you know, that's what, that's why what I, I said in this article I wrote not too long ago, I said, hey, you know what, left the restriction and ban Kevin Stallings and sanction Pitt. Go full-nighter on this. Because that's what we do on social media, right? This is how we get things accomplished. <laughs> Let's just burn them really bad. So... Pitt's gonna have to deal with this now, on top of the fact that they have three open scholarships and they can't fill them because they can't get anybody to come play for them. It's a mess right now. Obviously this, this season's gonna be really bad and probably next season will be bad as well. And you know how bad how bad it's gonna be, I have no clue but we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to take a colossal destruction meltdown for Kevin Stong to lose his job after, after this year. If the team shows some signs of life, he'll, he'll, he'll uh, survive. But he just lost on our assistant, Tom Richardson, to decide to leave it's his, you know personal reasons. It's funny that people leave Pitt or transfer out. It's always for personal reasons, family reasons, whatever else. In the case of Tom Richardson, who knows? <laughs> Maybe his agent told him to get the hell out. Because his... Probably because his career is on life support right now. If he sticks... With... Kevin Stallings. But... And of course, Thad Matta at Ohio State gets fired. Or quote unquote, they parted ways with them. And they're gonna hire they're hiring Butler's coach. And of course, that's where Aaron Thompson transferred to for quote unquote family reasons. And his coach transfers out. not transfer transfer out he took a new job so which made me wonder does Aaron Thompson have family in Columbus maybe he does I know he did like my tweet from earlier about that so maybe he has a sense of humor maybe he does who knows but yeah Anyways, I'm glad that the whole Cam Johnson mess is finally over. We get to play him now this year and he'll probably drop 25 25-30 points on us just because. But you know, this program is gonna take a lot of lumps, a lot of bings now over what's transpired, and that we're just gonna sit and take it. And hopefully, uh, <laughs> there's some light in, in the tunnel because right now it's dim. So, under here, held a pit, go pens.